Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. God's word to us today. Can you say with me to, tonight, the Bible is God's word to me? Today, the Bible is the light unto my path, the light, the lamp to my feet. The Bible is the word of God to me today. In every situation of life, I receive the light in Jesus' name. So, Keep at it. Whatever you are doing, keep at it. Your study of the world, your meditation in the world, that's how to overcome. One of the ways to overcome crisis. Because when life hits, whatever you have eaten, you fly with it. Is that not what we say in our local parlance? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you eat, you are an eagle. Whatever you eat, you fly with it. And I understand that the eagle bird, carries something, I mean, everything the eagle carries, they are about six times bigger than its weight. So it's very important that it's not just physical outlook, but you need to be eating the word of God. You need to be consistent. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, that's how to overcome crisis. He said, this book of the law shall not depart. So there is tendency for it to depart. Life crisis can make it become overwhelming. You may lose your gaze. He said, but you must be consistent in reading it day and night. He said that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. It is when we do these things, the way the Bible says we should do them, that's when we will have, we will make our way prosperous and have good success. Number two, you must become aware of your design. You must become aware of it. You are created in the image, replica of God. You are created in the likeness of God. The gene of God is in you. It's a gene that overcomes. I mean, I remember the story of a coach trying to coach some high school students in the, in the, in the game of high jump. And you know, I don't know if some of you that's why you are trying to do high jump in school. You know that when you see the bars race, you run towards it. And most of the time, because they will ask us to line up, most of the time when we hit that bar, people hesitate and drop out of the line to go start again. So there was this particular young guy. He hesitated about three times. And the coach shot from where he was standing. He said, boy, throw your heart over the bar and your body will follow. And that's the principle here. The principle here is be aware. 
you have the capacity to overcome crisis. Said so this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. There is a victory that overcomes the world, not in our own strength, not by power, not by mind, but by the spirit. You can win all life's battles. You can, I can. Planes, like I said last week, have inbuilt mechanisms to handle turbulence. Number three, use what is in you during the moment of crisis. Use it. Use it. There is a gold mine in you. There is a deposit of God's riches. The same thing, the words that created the heavens and the earth have been packaged for you. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, I think verse 2 or 3, it says, In him heeds all the treasures of knowledge. So it's very important. You must become aware. If I'm not sure that I have ability to do something, when moment, crisis of life hits, I may hesitate in not doing it. But we are wired. We are overcomers. Use what we have. We have the word of God. The Holy Spirit is in us. So, make sure that consistently you use what you have. Praise God. Colossians 2.3, thank you for helping me to bring it out. You see, when you use what you have, the Bible says in Joel that the mountain shall drip with new wine. So it's not the end of the story. The communication of our faith becomes effectual when we acknowledge the good things in us. Number four, you train yourself to handle crisis. You train yourself. Soldiers are trained to handle wars. You don't see them. Well, maybe soldiers in some country, they mix in some countries where the barracks are, are way, way out of town. They don't mix with civilians. And it's scriptural. The Bible says, He who is like the soldier of the Lord does not entangle himself with the affairs of this world. I mean, their focus is that they are trained to defend the sovereignty of the, their country. And it's the same thing. We are trained to infuse this kingdom here on the earth with the culture of heaven. Praise God. We are soldiers of the Lord. And the Bible says, if we fall to pieces in the day of adversity, it means our strength is small. So we must train ourselves. Soldiers don't run away. They don't. Soldiers don't run away from battle. It's an opportunity to display. It's an opportunity to, 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 to make proclamation that, hey, we are trained for a, such a time as this. I understand that the Marines are, are, are trained. Uh, whether it's the land, whether it's the sea, whether it's under the sea, whether it's in the air. So it's a complete training. A complete training that spanned over the year. They are trained in adverse situations and circumstances. I understand the sea series of the aircraft, which the Air Force usually use to move things. That aircraft is built to land under any weather condition. So, please, you and I can handle life's crisis only for us to train ourselves. And how do we train ourselves as soldiers of the law in small matters? What happens to you? Do you fall to pieces? I speak to millennia, to Gen Z tonight. As much as you are brilliant, 
as much as you are very creative, as much as you do things, what happens to you when crisis of life hits? And many of you really, you break apart. Many of you, you act contrary to the great treasure that is already in you. Please, when life hits, train yourself. Train yourself. Train yourself. Every crisis is an opportunity to prepare yourself for the next one. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. Don't be satisfied with this natural world. Don't be. And one of the things that the Gen Z's, the, um, we have to contend with is the influence of the social media. That influence, as much as it's good, so somebody is depressed because nobody liked their pages. It's not how to be. It's not how to, whether you like my pages, whether you uh, approve me or not, it doesn't diminish the, the value that I carry. Can I have an amen tonight? Amen. So we must understand it. God's greater treasure in us is much more than these natural things. So we train yourself, ourselves to handle crisis. We train ourselves to handle disappointment. We train ourselves to handle rejection. That's how it is. Whether you liked it or not, Satan, we always want to take our focus from the Lord. But the Bible is so clear. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. So our focus is the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he's the one who has made us overcome the world. Can I have an amen again tonight? Praise God. So we... we we were through with those four things last week. Let me have three to eat tonight. Number five, how to handle crisis of life. Become increasingly aware of your worth in God. Become increasingly aware. You have a worth in God. You are, your life is an eternal stock. God at new birth, as, as, Made that life a worthy life. So become increasingly aware. Don't talk down at yourself during crisis because what usually happens during crisis is that things life happen to people like we say. What looks like solution before becomes like a mirage. Confusion can set in, disappointment, rejection. And so sometimes people forget about the past victories. David said to Goliath, he said, this God that I come to you in his name today, he has helped me to handle lion. He has helped me to handle bear. He said, this same God, he said, you, this uncircumcised Philistine, you cannot define. That should be our thought during crisis as believers. You failed an exam, that's not the end of the world. You Bond or boggle the interview, that's not the end of the world. You are faced maybe with life situations and circumstances that hinders you from making, getting that promotion, that's not the end of the world. So we must become increasingly aware of our worth. Don't talk down on yourself. For those of us who work in what I will regard toxic work environment, a boss wants to talk down on you each time. A, a colleague don't believe in your ability and dreams. Don't begin to say to yourself that I am nobody. In the hand of God, you are somebody. 
How do you overcome crisis? Your posture at such time, it matters a lot. It matters a lot. Just because you are overwhelmed, don't say to yourself, you know, sometimes we say these things without even saying it with our mouth. We, we settle it in our minds that we are useless. Sometimes people see themselves that way. Please, learn to consistently, in and out of crisis, take a good inventory of yourself. Take a good, I mean, let me, let me, let me play the good Samaritan here tonight, not the devil's advocate. What do you say to yourself when no one is listening? What? 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 Some people say, they, I cannot get opportunity. Some people say, it's easier for Pastor King because he's a pastor. He reads the Bible. No, you are a believer. You are a believer. The same spirit, Romans 8, 11, that raised Jesus, that's resurrection that we celebrate at Easter. The same spirit that raised Jesus from that grave, that's the same spirit that dwells in you and I today. Don't talk down on yourself. Take an inventory. Be the good Samaritan. Always say, when crisis hit, always say to yourself, I believe I can do better the next time. And I believe I will do better the next time. Do you know, it's been found out, science now, that a lot of, a lot of the time, human beings pass exams before they enter the exam halls. They do. If you believe that you are going to, no matter the number of hours of dedicated study, if something does not resonate in you that you will pass that exam, you may not. Don't speak down on yourself. It's very important. Because, you see, when crisis hit, all of us, we have become vulnerable, isn't it? Fear wants to set in. Doubt wants to set in. Unbelief wants to set in. And then maybe you find yourself in an environment where people say, oh, if everybody knows boo, you don't know boo. You're, you have cocoa, you just have beef for nothing, cocoa head, uh, cocoa nut head. In fact, some of us, we say, I think there is water in, in your head. Or sawdust, that you say. You know, those things, you can, you can now see yourself and begin to meditate on that. But you have a greater world in God. I, I said this with all honesty. The difference between someone who sleeps around and someone who does not sleep around is the words that they place on themselves, male and female. If you believe that you need to be accepted as a woman by just latching on to that man, that's me. What you will find out is low self-esteem. You won't be able to live your life without that person. And no one is, is, is giving permission to take authority over our lives except God. Praise God. I said praise God. So we have a word in God. It has nothing to do with our background. It has nothing to do. You see, sometimes people say, oh, because I don't have opportunity. I'm from the village. I'm from the low head. I went to grammar school. Those who went to FGC, they can make life better. Oh, I went to polytechnic. And those who went to the university, mm -mm. Those, those who went to the university, they also say, it's because I didn't go to Preston. I didn't go to Harvard. No. No, I, I think I heard someone said it, which is 
that scripture, the race of life is not to the swift. Someone said this week that I learned from it again. The race of life is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. There are many first class students who are worried. Because that first class dazzled them since they graduated. There's no placement for them. But you see, a third class person is already disadvantaged in the natural. So he's vulnerable. So his hunger is different from someone who believed in their intelligence. Can I have an amen tonight? So become increasingly aware. I believe I can do better. No matter this crisis, I believe I will come out stronger. Please learn to set a price on God's investment that is you incorporated. You are the investment of God. You incorporated. There is no one like you. And like the motivational speaker will say, no one has the same thumbprint. No one has the shape of your hair. No one has the shape of your nose. These things are unique to you. Even if you have a twin brother or twin sister, your life, your, your life is different from each other. Can I have an amen today? So set a price on this God's investment. I am God's investment. And the Bible is so clear about it. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. That's the confession that we should have. He said, I know that he who began a good work in me, a good work in me, that's how to overcome. It doesn't, it doesn't, he who began a good work. This is Philemon 1.6. I'm talking about Philippians 1.6. Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this very thing. Being confident. Being confident. That is not pride. Paul says, if any one of us should boast, we should boast in the Lord. So it's not pride. Become increasingly aware of your worth in God. When life's crisis happen, please, all you just have to say to yourself, I get this lesson. I will conquer this subject. I will master this. Next time, I will do better. For those who are teachers, we understand the difference between subject and lesson. I get this lesson. Plant it. I conquer this subject. I will never be stupid again. I will never walk through this part. If I have to walk through this part again, I walk differently. That's the subject. And then I master this because I am a winner. Whatever I've learned, I've put it to use. And I come out better. Praise God. Praise God. Please, speak on yourself. You are not a misfit. You are not a failure. Believe in God's ability in you. Please, my encouragement, despite the life crisis, keep at it. I'll say it again. Keep showing up. Keep digging the, the, the trenches. Be diligent. Be joyful. Continue to deliver, develop capacity. Find where your ability lies. Take inventory of your skill, of your gift, of your talent. One thing is very sure, and that's the word of God. Proverbs 22, 29. See thou a man who is diligent in his work. It will not serve me, amen. Number six tonight, don't settle in a... Don't settle in the modern day casualty of spiritual failures. 
don't settle in the modern day casualty, casualty of spiritual failures. Spiritual failures are those ones born of God but never develop into their sonship position. They are born of God. They, they can tongue. And the truth is that failures are not ready-made. They are product of teaching. Some right teaching, they turn out well. Wrong teaching, they turn out. Whichever way, whether right or wrong teaching, is what affects our lifestyle as believers. And it produces in us the fruit of either faith or fear. Did you get that tonight? Eh? Spiritual failures are not ready made. They are product of teachings. Whether they are right teaching, wrong teachings. You know, there is one that is, has been taught over the times. If things are not working in the life of people, they are being chased from the village. And so, every human being, every one of us in this room, you see, life begins the day you take responsibility. But if I, the very easiest thing to do is to shift blame. Yeah, it's very easy. When we, are, we were growing up, and that's what our children do, they look up to other people for sustenance. But along the line, you have to grow up. You have to learn to believe God for yourself. You have to learn to take responsibility. It's too late for me to be believing that somebody is pursuing me from the village. It's too late for me to be believing that somebody is behind my case. If somebody is behind, I want to be behind that person. I've just spoken in tongues. So, uh, because I'm looking for the English word to qualify us. That. Hey. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. You see, we must see the treasure in this book. There is no, there's no crisis of life. There is no problem that the solution is not here. And so, we have to be intentional. Weeping may endure for a night. But what does this, the word says? Joy comes. Joy comes. Joy comes. Do you know that sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., and you couldn't go back to sleep, and every slight sound while we're growing up, you are afraid. You think that they have come. They, nobody has come. It's just the birds in the air. The things that must be operating under the cover of darkness, the birds will sing, they will tweet to themselves. But there is just something that happens. As soon as it hits 5 a.m., you sleep back because the money has come. The same thing. Crisis of life brings darkness. It brings fear. It brings doubt. But say, he said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In, 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 in that Psalm 30, verse 5, he said, in verse 6, he said, in my prosperity, I shall not be moved. Job 35, 10. Job was asking that question in his own dark hour, in his own crisis period. He said, no one, Job 35.10, Job 35.10, he said, no one asked me how God gives song in the night hour. So, we must understand. We can't settle for this uh, modern day uh, spiritual failures. See, if you are in that realm, hmm, 
you will not grow as believers. If you are in that realm, you will become carnal. Instead of focusing on Jesus, or on Lord, you are focused on. You'll be using Panadol for other people's headache. You become the secretary of God. You know everybody who is wrong, who is sinning. You know how the grace of God cannot save people. You know how the mercy of the Lord ceases in the life of people. It's just spiritual junk, failures. Ah, where were you? We know, we know when Pastor Akin started. This church, we know. As a matter of fact, we were the one who were carrying chair from number 15 to number 30 something. The truth is that what are you doing now? What is your relevance in this kingdom? You know everybody. That's why you are at the back. You are backbiting. Backbiters don't take the front lead. They don't see when good comes. You just whine and complain. So please, don't settle in. And that's what, there's just something that happens. Let Let me give you this thing. When I was still, we are still trying to renew our mind as young believers. And we get to fellowship, they will tell us, stop listening to worldly music. Do you know the people that will go naturally, you go and meet after the service and say, this worldly music. It's the fellow worldly musicians that you go and meet now. You won't go and meet somebody that says, say, this, uh, I don't believe in it. Uh, me too, I don't believe in you. I still they hear my Bob Malio. I still they hear my, uh, it, it, that doesn't make, that we will go to heaven, though. All these things, we are not scared of school ski. Mm-mm. But see, don't settle. It's a land. People settle in there. Hey, Canaan landlord, don't settle at Iran. No, don't settle. In other words, watch your association. I mean, in the literal world, they say birds of the same feather, they flock together. That's it. That's it. I don't have room for gossip, so you can't gossip around me. It's a decision up front. And that's growth for me. It has helped me to hear limited things. It has helped me to see limited things. It has helped me to conduct myself in a very straightforward kingdom way. Praise God. Praise God. Such people, they just remain as infants because their mal- malnutrition is happening to them. Spiritual kwashioko. They feed on the theories of men rather than the word of God. They live in sense knowledge. But please understand it. God doesn't want any of us sick, whether physically, emotionally, or spiritually. God wants us to be able to handle life. We are in charge. That's what he said to man. Let us make man in our image. We have the all have ability of God in us. Can I have an amen tonight? And then the last one, for tonight at least, we must consistently Put ourselves in the way of success. If you want to overcome life crisis, put yourself in the way of success. Say to yourself, head or tail, I win. I have within me all that it takes 
It may be rough at this time, but I win. You see, that posture brings you to a place of solution. There's always a way out. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, he said, There is no temptation such that has taken us over us or affects us such as is common to men. But God will not allow us to be tempted with beyond what we can bear. And with every of these temptations, he will always provide a way out. That is who God is to us. He's our Father. So consistently put yourself in that way. That's how to overcome crisis. Crisis will come. It's a distraction. Life we hit. It's for a moment. But put yourself in the way of success. Cultivate the attitude of thorough work. I am with God. Victory is mine. Victory is mine in my family. Victory is mine in the market space. Victory is mine in my spiritual life. And then you see, that attitude will help you to think through every problem. It will. That's what it does. Because you are looking for a way out. And with God, He will always make a way. Can I have an amen tonight? It's very important that crisis will not come. That's just utopia. Your faith is not stable, if you are saying that. But you see, with the crisis, God has also equipped you and I to be able to overcome it. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. I mean, we won't because of one turbulence. Says we are not flying again. No, we will. Because the aircraft is even equipped to fly at any time. Through those stories. Once those checks are, and I'm saying it to you tonight, make sure that you keep at it, your spiritual check. Don't wait until crisis hits. It is when crisis hits that many people are looking for prayers. And at that time, Hey, you and I know that you have strength like that to pray and generate energy. But the truth is that whatever you have eaten becomes what takes you through that process. Can I have an amen tonight? It's very important. It's very important. Let me repeat it again. Whatever you are doing, that's one. Keep at it. Number two, be aware of your design. You have an inbuilt strength of the Holy Spirit. Number three, use what is in you during the moment of crisis. A lot of the time, people look on the outside. The solution is within you. The communication of your faith will become effectual when you acknowledge the things that are in you. Number four, train yourself. Train yourself. I mean, there is a general training, which is what we are doing now. Also, go a step before, beyond it. I mean, I understand. Pilots must take, if you want to make sure that your flying hours are intact, you must be ready to lift up a plane every day. I understand that the ones that are in, in, on, in the service of Air Force One, every day, whether the president is going anywhere or not, they must take up and they must learn. Because in doing that, you are perfecting that skill. Praise God. So train yourself to handle crisis. Train yourself. Don't train yourself to, to fall to pieces when crisis comes. Proverbs 24, 10. If you fall to pieces in crisis period, it means your strength is small. So develop capacity. Don't wait until crisis before you exhibit. In fact, that crisis should just help you to deploy what you have built up as capacity. Can I have an amen? 
Number five, become increasingly aware of your worth in God. I mean, that is the, still the same thing that the devil does. He's to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to question that image, that word of God in you and I. But we must fight the goof. That's the only fight that you... You don't fight the devil. You know, it's a warp theology. You fight the good fight of faith. What do you do? You stand aligning yourself with what the word of God says. Can I have an amen? amen. And then don't settle him into that street of casualty of the modern day spiritual failure. There are many things that people say they teach, but hey, if you can't find it in the word of God, I will personally advise you, stick to the word. It doesn't matter who is teaching what, but stick to the word of God because the only safe place when crisis of life hit is what it is written in the word of God. Jesus didn't say, don't you know God is my father? Don't you know I'm the Messiah? What was Jesus' response when Christ is here? He said, it is written. And that's what the devil wants. The devil doesn't see your big Bible. You can open Psalm 35 under your pillow. If it's not in your heart, demon spirit can deal with you. Praise God. You can do Psalm 91 and use it as sickness. If it's not in your heart, things may happen to you. They may say, who are you? I know Paul. I know, I know Jesus, but who are you? I mean, they can question that authority. It's very important. So it's very, very important. Don't settle in. A lot of Christians are settling in in that. Eh? See, can I close with this tonight on this note? Don't settle in. Disciplining. I've seen in recent times, hmm? in recent times, I've seen that it's very easy. Those who have been in the faith for years, the devil is flogging them seriously. Because those basic things, they have lost touch with it. They know the motions of Christianity. They know where to do pause, amen. They know where to do yeah, 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 yeah. But hey, their life doesn't reflect the yeah, 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 yeah. They can carry chair, they can do all the gymnastics, but the word of God doesn't abide in them. And Jesus is so clear about it in John 15. When you abide in me and I in you, that's the only way you can bring forth fruit. Can I have an amen? And lastly, consistently put yourself in the way of success. You are not a failure. You are not. I mean, when you look at the riches of the Bible, you are not. You are not. The same power that created heaven and earth dwells in us. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. So you are not a failure. You have the capacity to win you have the capacity to be victorious. You have the capacity to be an overcomer. Can I have a beautiful three amens tonight? Amen. 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 And amen. Praise God. As I praise the Lord. Anyone who wants to share their, their life story, how, I mean, you are faced with one issue or the other, and then you did something. I mean, no matter how little it, it was, um, I think Lala was sharing somewhere on Monday, went at his birthday on Monday, how sometimes songs, yeah, well-reaching songs. Mm. See, I, I don't want to go there tonight, but see, there are some songs. I would rather want you to sing hymns, eh? And sing hymns diligently, rather than be singing Those songs doesn't edify. It puts fear in the heart of people. It put fear. Anything that doesn't build your faith, 
I mean, there is one hymn that I was looking for on Sunday. It just came to me. Just as I am without one plea. I mean, you are showing your vulnerability to God for me. To you, O Lamb, I come. I come. I mean, if you are weak, you just sing that to the Lord. The Holy Spirit gives you, He releases inner strength to you. Praise God. I said, Praise the Lord. He said, Just as I am, I'm waiting not. Uh, go back, go back, go back. I love the next stanza. To read my soul of one dark blood. To thee whose blood can cleanse each spot, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. You see, you can, there are, there are well-written songs. Unto you, O Lord, will I lift up my voice. Unto you, O Lord, will I lift up my soul. Oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemy triumph. When I'm singing that song, I'm not singing that I came my enemy, I will try all over him. You know, that's the way we have interpreted all these things. You just focus on the Lord. Yeah, I mean, one day, one service, we will just, just sit down and sing from Psalms. We've done it before. We just sit down throughout the whole service. We read songs from the book of Psalms. Yeah. Evening, morning, and noon. Will I cry and cry aloud? Psalm 55. He shall hear my voice, cast your burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He will never suffer the righteous to be moved. As for me, I will call upon God and This message is brought to you by the Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenggy.org for more.